When you talk to people about their care in rural and remote Queensland, there is one consistent in their feedback. They all have glowing praise for the clinicians living and working in their community. These projects aim to empower and build workforces in some of our smallest communities, helping provide equitable care with a whole lot of heart. So the Southwest HHS AMS Most Education Program evolved out of um, weekly clinical rounds that um, the statewide AMS program holds with uh, Southwest HHS clinicians. Um, some of these reviews were finding that with appropriate and timely interventions that nurses could have had an impact on the optimization of uh, antimicrobial usage. Um, there were cases of unnecessary treatment for asymptomatic bacteria, uh, patients receiving subtherapeutic dosing, and there was uh, a common discussion of diagnostic uncertainty associated with suspected contaminate, contaminated urine MSU and blood culture samples. Um, the multidisciplinary team that attended these weekly clinical rounds believed that by increasing nurses' awareness, engagement and education in AMS, in, <laughs> sorry, I'm a nervous presenter, uh, in, um, in nursing practice, that it could con contribute to improved patient outcomes, reduced length of stay, uh, reduced healthcare costs, and help in the fight against the development of drug resistance at a, at a local level. So nurses across Australia make up a significant proportion of the clinical workforce, a proportion that increases the more the remote the facility is, and nurses are in a unique position to help tackle inappropriate antimicrobial prescribing in hospitals, which continue at a stubbornly high rate nationally, uh, despite national standards having been implemented since 2011. So key stakeholders met in July 2020 and discussed a plan to develop an AMS nurse engagement and education program. And the Southwest Infection Prevention and Control Team started out by conducting a local survey on AMS awareness, with the majority of responders rating their current understanding of AMS as basic. Uh, the statewide AMS team also visited hospitals across, across the Southwest and discussed the plan with uh, each facility's nursing leaders and nurse educators. And together we came up with an initial plan of running weekly sessions titled AMS Rounds for Nurses, based on the existing AMS clinical rounds, but which would be uh, nurse-initiated, nurse-led, and aim to discuss and review local cases and develop critical thinking skills for nurses such as why the patient was prescribed an antimicrobial, uh, reviewing allergy status, reviewing clinical symptoms, reviewing pathology results, understanding empiric versus directed therapy and de-escalation of therapy, and knowing where to find uh, and access local or recommended therapeutic guidelines. So the first session occurred in September 2020 and the sessions continued in this weekly format for about five weeks with regular attendance from nurses uh, from some of the facilities 
And, and then we were finding that there were often no cases to discuss. Uh, so we started to include pre-prepared topics and case studies to discuss. Uh, session topics were then usually chosen by suggestions from the facilities themselves. And some of the initial topics discussed included uh, drug resistance, uh, IV to oral switch, uh, the National Healthy Skin Guidelines, vaccine preventable diseases, the adult sepsis pathway, local topics such as Q fever, general topics such as the microbiome and vaccine preventable diseases. Um, a six month review was undertaken and found that weekly sessions were not sustainable or very well attended due to a number of factors. Uh, feedback included that session times did not suit all facilities and the technology platform was limited in versatility. So as a result of the review, all the session presentations had input and subject review by subject matter experts, usually an ID physician. And, um, and this also allowed uh, attendees to claim uh, continuing professional development if it was relevant to their clinical practice. Um, uh, it was also decided to adopt the uh, Microsoft Teams instead of Cisco. Uh, this allowed more versatility and the ability um, to record for uh, staff that couldn't attend. Uh, the program was extended outside of Southwest HHS uh, to include separate monthly sessions for Torres and Cape and Central West HHS starting in June 2021 and a statewide program commenced in October 2021, aimed at nurses working um, across all Queensland Health public hospitals, primary health centres, residential aged care facilities and correctional health facilities. So I'll hand over to Caroline to talk about the Southwest HHS. So um, since the program has been implemented, um, there's been engagement from all nurses of all grades and experience. Um, 11 out of the 14 facilities across the HSS have participated in 40 plus online or in in-person education sessions. The in-person education sessions have been during the AMS team um, annual site visit. There's been an increase in the number of calls to the statewide ID advice line from clinical nurse consultants and nurse practitioners from across the district. Plus, we've seen a review of cha and change in practice from some facilities around the routine urine screening, this therefore resulting in the reduction of treatment and asymptomatic bacteria. Nurses are encouraged to attend these sessions um, to not only increase their knowledge, but also to enforce the importance of their role in the area of AMS. If, as Stephen has mentioned, if the information they have gained from these sessions is new and relevant to their current practice, the time in attendance can be counted as evidence of continual professional development. The nurses have opportunity to choose locally relevant topics, as Stephen has mentioned, and to present case studies, therefore gaining knowledge, and that is, a, that is applicable to them. This is one of the main reasons why South West Hospital and the Health Service specific education program is greatly appreciated. 
So, um, of course, there's been several challenges in impl implementing the program. Um, these include getting nurses interested in attending these sessions. Um, an idea was put, put out to maybe get Tom Cruise to present the sessions. <laughs> the second um, challenge is competing edu education, training and clinical demands for nurses. This has been a major factor in attendance along with the challenges with key staff availability due to redeployment and prioritisation for preparation to meet the looming COVID-19. One of the other issues has been accessing video conferencing in some facilities, as Stephen has mentioned, using the Cisco platform. The Cisco platform is often situated within the emergency room of the facilities. Therefore, if a patient is receiving treatment within this room, the equipment is unavailable for nurses to use to attend the session. So, as Stephen has mentioned also, the sessions are now being conducted via Teams platform, therefore eliminating this problem. So, the future, in terms of the current program within the South West Hospital and Health Service, it is in its infancy. We need to ensure it's sustainable, locally relevant, and that it develops and support nurses within every facility this including staff within two residential aged care facilities. We have currently built rapport with these two facilities with an aim to implement specific aged care AMS programs relevant to these individual facilities in the near future. We'd like to encourage all nurses at each facility to present case studies and discuss any AMS quality improvement activities they've implemented. The aim for the future is to develop AMS learning resources and coordinate easier access to these existing resources. We also like to encourage all nurses to become more involved in AMS activities within their facilities, this including collaborating in surveillance and contributing to local AMS subcommittees. So this includes um, our presentation and happy to take any questions. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook, Twitter or Instagram and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.